check one two okay welcome back to the marshy's corner podcast uh you know on today's episode i had lauren scherf australian hooper um plays for the perth Lynx, has represented the opals she's representing australia at the commonwealth games in the three-on-three basketball and um it was a great conversation this podcast had i had a lot of anxiety around this podcast um, you know, not just because obviously when you're, you're talking to a, you know, someone that puts on the green and gold, um, you want to do a good job and you want, you, you get a little bit nervous to talk to them. Um, <clears throat> but that's not where my anxiety was really fo- coming from. It was coming from the fact that this is my first time recording with my own equipment and, um, didn't have producer Jackson with me. He's over in the snow having a good time. Um, skiing and snowboarding and whatnot uh and so i was just here on my own um where everything 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 can go wrong and i was just uh i was so sure that the mic wasn't gonna work or the headphones weren't gonna work um but for the most part everything went well um managed to not screw up everything um we got a recording it was a great conversation i really enjoyed it Um, super appreciate lauren for coming on um, the only hiccup was I didn't realize that Zoom, you need to have like a premium account to be able to talk for however long you want. So I don't know, roughly 30 minutes in or so, um, <clears throat> I got a little notification. You got to wrap this up in 10 minutes. So that was pretty annoying. Um, but it was what it was. Like we started a great conversation and, and also just want to quickly say, I'm really sorry. I, th- I feel like my voice still isn't great. Um, I've had a bit of a respiratory infection and um, <clears throat> I just don't have, I lost my voice for about, oh, I don't know, it was almost two weeks, uh, but it's it's coming good now. Um, but if, <laughs> if I get breathless um, or yeah, the words aren't coming out too well, I do apologize for that as well. But that's enough from me. Let's get on to this conversation with Lauren because it is a great one. Uh, enjoy. All righty. Uh 2015 Women's NBL Rookie of the Year, uh, Women's NBL Chant, representing the Australian Opals, uh, and about to be representing Australia at the Commonwealth Games in the three-on-three basketball. Lauren Scherf, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no, thank you for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate that. So you're heading to uh, Birmingham tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, head to the UK tomorrow and then, yeah, get in preparation for the Com Games. That's exciting. How are you feeling? I'm a little nervous. I haven't really thought about it. I've just been like getting my head right with preparation, organizing, training, just trying to stay away from people, you know, trying to stay away from COVID. Um, it's around yeah, a lot it's just right trying, now. It is, it is. So just trying to do everything I can stay safe and healthy before the games yeah <laughs> yeah so where are you based in perth right now no so i'm based in melbourne um yep. this is this is home melbourne is and yeah i play yeah WNBL for perth links yeah. yeah yeah cool cool um what's the i guess the lead how much three on three have you played so I haven't done a lot of three-on-three. Three. I'm yeah. a bit of a late bloomer to three-on-three. Three. I only started playing it um, when lockdown in Melbourne, well, yeah, lockdown happened um, when COVID first started coming around. I, yeah, was just uh, 
just working out at home. And then Annalie Mailey was basically like, just come to MSAC. A bunch of us girls are just playing three on three. Um, Dave and Damon are taking it. So yeah, just come down for an extra body and see how you go. And yeah, I kind of just got, yeah, went from there. Yeah, cool. Just to, I guess, clarify to people listening. So the Commonwealth Games have decided to scrap five on five basketball and they're just doing the three V the three V three for this this comp, hey. Yes. So yeah, so five and five isn't in the yeah, isn't in com games. Um, but yeah, lucky enough that three on three is. Yeah, cool. Um we'll I guess we'll talk about your five on five basketball career soon, but mm-hmm. with the three on three, um do you enjoy the the concept of three on three? Yeah, it's very different. I at first I didn't even really know how to adjust myself to the game because um, I'm mostly like an inside presence post player. Um, I do find myself out on the wing, um, top of the key, but yeah, I'm very dominant um, in the inside, and I guess I had to adjust to having to be able to play on the perimeter and. Yeah, getting the experience from playing against the girls that have been playing three-on-three for a while and having coaches Damon and Dave there to guide me through on how to play um, to play it. It's, yeah, it's a very, like, street ball, um, fast-paced, quick game, yeah, kind of uh, type of play, but I love it. It's, yeah, I mean, just being able to, I guess, play a bit of one-on-one, um, there's more space and... Yeah, you kind of get to utilize your talent more and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I actually work at a basketball academy myself and we mm-hmm. we kind of um started bringing in 3 on 3s at the end of our uh, the end of our sessions because and like playing with the rules, the shorter shot clock mm. and, and all that sort of stuff and um and when I was I guess I've seen how the players kind of like adapt to those rules and and the way you inbound the ball and just just how quick it is. Um, and I, I've watched you play, like I, I watched you play in the Women's NBL final and whatnot. And uh, I didn't realize you were playing in the three on three. And um, I'm meant to be, I'm hopefully talking to another Com Games athlete. And I was like, oh, I wonder who's playing in the basketball. So I was like, oh, okay. And so that's when I reached yeah. out to you. Um, and, you know, when I first saw your name there, obviously the first question, the first thing you think about is, oh, how's that person going to, adjust their game for the three on three but mm. I, I feel like your skill set um like sometimes you show off your handle a little bit but your ability to pass the ball and you're pretty like are you six five ish six 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 five yeah yeah six six you, yeah yeah you're like you're very mobile for someone like of that height and just obviously like the way you played up in the the top of the three-point line setting screens and stuff mm. I kind of was like oh I feel like she'd fit in perfectly in that three on three <laughs> concept because obviously your finishing ability and stuff um so yeah I, I have heard that a lot of people say that the three on three basketball is like a lot more physical as well do you find that yeah um yeah so the first camp like the first proper camp we had um which was in Canberra last year right before um the pre-olympic qualifiers and it was like a five-day camp at Canberra at the AIS and um, I came away from that camp having about 50 bruises on my body. <laughs> just <laughs> that's just how physically taxing the sport can be. Like, yeah, like they, like you think five on five is quite rough, but then you get onto three on three, and it's just a different kind of ball game. What do you, do they 
I guess in terms of the referees and the way they see it, do they allow more contact because of how much more space there is? I'm not really sure. I think that it's probably to do with the fact, yeah, maybe that there's more space. Um, that because there's a lot of one-on-one base, so it's like you know, there's a lot of up and in, like you know, trying to beat your man off the dribble and that kind of thing. But um, I'm not exactly sure why it's more physical. But I don't know if that's just because of the street ball vibe. Yeah, yeah, because you would like kind of think that oh, the three on three, there's going to be a bit more open space. But everyone that I've heard talk about it, they all feel like it's it's a more physical game. Do they allow a little mm. more hand checking and things like that? I guess. Yeah, I think so. So there's a lot of um, physical physicality right before the shot that they yeah that yeah. you can get away with. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so you've obviously put on that Australian jersey a few times. Um, obviously getting to do it again at the Commonwealth Games is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. How, how does that, like, kind of, you put it on start of the tournament, like, how, what's the feelings like? Uh, so usually every tournament that I, like, yeah, go into, like, every campaign that I have with Australia, obviously, like, it's always, like, an honour to put on the green and gold. And I always know that, yeah, how far I've come and, you know, I've done my family and friends proud of, where I've gotten to um but I think going to com games will be a bit different just because it's much more a prestige tournament and yeah I don't know I'm just excited um for the opportunity to be able to play in front of yeah um on a national yeah uh so yeah I don't know like it's gonna be I'll definitely be nerve-wracked uh before <laughs> before we play um but I know that you know my teammates have my back and everything so I know that you know I can trust them and they can trust me and you know we can go out there united yeah yeah I'm I'm very excited to watch it um I was a little bit bummed when I saw that there was no 5v5 but um the 3v3 yeah. <laughs> I when when you said that you were happy to to have a chat I kind of looked up if you played the 3v3 and I found a couple mm-hmm. of games on YouTube and I was a little bit yeah. hot. I was like, this is really fun. It's just a lot of fun to watch. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, so you leave tomorrow. What What is the, does the comp start in about a week? Yeah, so the comp starts on the 29th of June. Yeah. July, sorry, we're in July. Um, yeah, the 29th of July. And then I think it finishes on the 2nd of August. Yeah. yeah so I guess like once you land, what's what's your next week or so look like? So we have a bunch of, well, yeah, once we land, we've got to organize everything, um, get our gear, settle in, uh, just get used to the village. And then we will have, yeah, trainings, practice matches, um, just getting prepared for our first pool games. Yeah. 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 I, um, I had, I don't know if you know Junior Albert, he's one of the managers for the Boomer squad. Um, but no. Yeah, okay. I'm mates yeah. with him and after yeah. COVID I talked to him a bunch and he talked about like how much kind of like this restrictions and stuff on athletes and mm. how much you couldn't do. Is there still a lot of restrictions on what you can and can't do once you're there? Um, I feel like there might be still some restrictions, just yeah, just for cautionary reasons. Um but yeah, I'm hoping we're able to go see like the other sports and, you know, go cheer on and encourage um, the other Aussie athletes. So hopefully that's something that we can do. 
yeah yeah I, I know that's not something they were really able to do in the last olympics and i feel like that would be like yeah one of the more fun parts of it all mm, um yeah are you, in, are you interested in other sports like are there any sports who you'd want to go watch um probably the netball um yeah, yeah just because uh yeah i mean netball's played here in australia so you know and it's a uh known sport here in australia so yeah i would definitely want to go watch those girls um have you played much yourself? Yeah. I played high school netball. Um, yeah. I wasn't any good at it. <laughs> um, I couldn't really get the, you know, the defender rule. Um, you know, the one meter have to be, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> couldn't I, I really pl- get that. I play socially at the moment and, like, the stepping rule, everyone tries mm-hmm. to tell me that it's, like, you get two steps. I'm like, I get two steps in basketball and you guys are calling me for stepping, so I don't understand <laughs> what exactly i'm doing wrong right now um but because i've started playing that like a a few of the people on the team they like to watch the the firebirds and stuff and um yeah it's so bad the goal shooter for the uh, goal attack sorry for the firebirds her name uh gretel um yeah i don't know do you know who i'm talking about she's like she's like my favorite netball player so i'll be watching the netball (laughs) the netball as well (laughs) So my mates have been giving me a hard time, but I'm, I've become a bit yeah. of a netball fan. Um, <laughs> um, I guess let's That's take it. Though. Yeah. No, nah, I, I wouldn't mind taking it back a little bit because I don't know that much about you. And, and you know, I was doing, a, it's fun to do a little bit of research before you talk to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whoever it is I'm talking to next. And, you know, I've talked to rugby league players and whatnot, and you can basically just find out their entire life story. <laughs> on on google and then you kind of go to basketball and there's just not a lot of information given mm-hmm. the people that are playing in our top leagues so um yeah mm-hmm. so what's what's your background uh growing up where'd you grow up and what type of kid were you mm-hmm. and, yeah uh so my background so my dad is kiwi and mum's an aussie uh so yeah dad moved to australia when he was uh 20 um with his brother and yeah um yeah mum's just Aussie so just get my bogan side from her (laughs) but yeah I was always tall as a kid um when I think I think I was in grade six and lost my airport um (laughs) maybe cut this bit out no you're good (laughs) um yeah so when I was in grade six, I was about 5'11". Um, so, yeah, so I was really tall oh, as a yeah. kid. Um, so, yeah, I just started, like, I was doing all different sports as a kid. I was, I originally was doing swimming and tennis and uh, horse riding. So they were all very individual sports. And I was just playing domestically down at my local club um, here in Hurstbridge and a uh, few coaches at Diamond Valley obviously saw my height um, and wanted to kind of like, yeah, come to a few tryouts at Diamond Valley and, you know, see where see what I could do. I really could not play basketball. I was really uncoordinated. Um, I was just all legs and arms and that was about right. it. <laughs> As all 5'11 grade sixes are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so mum, because mum's a nurse and she was working night duty, so she didn't really want to, uh, she could, didn't really have time and neither did my dad um, just because working. And then I have a younger brother 
who's two years younger than me. So, yeah, they had a lot on their plate, so they couldn't really um, invest more for me to play basketball as well as me doing swimming and tennis and everything. So it was like a year later, um, Diamond Valley, yeah, the coaches, uh, Lorraine Capanillis and Matt Capanillis contacted my parents again asking me to come down and try out and uh, mum was like, okay, we'll give it a shot, you know, see where she ends up. I ended up making the under-12s first team <laughs> um, and lucky enough that uh, my teammates were willing, like, their parents were willing to help out and, you know, help me to, you know, drive me to Friday night games and everything while my mum could work and my dad could work and, you know, also still look after my younger brother. So, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And then I had to, yeah, my parents were like, you have to really consider what you want to do, like if you want to continue with basketball or, you know, tennis or swimming, like we can't, (laughs) they basically couldn't do it all with my brother as well. So just because, you know, I felt that basketball, I don't know, I was really enjoying it, just like the camaraderie of it all and, you know, being around other people and being a team sport, like I think that's kind of what, had me stay with basketball and give up swimming and tennis as it was just more individual. Yeah, so I played Diamond Valley under Lorraine and Mike Capanoulis for about two to three years, um, just my under-12s and under-14 um, career. And then I moved to Melbourne um, at under-16s um, and played for a coach named Paul Simpson. And he basically brought me over I was playing in the 16 twos he was the coach of the 16 twos and we had a really good young team we made VC um yeah that year and he basically didn't really want me to play the post he wanted me to play a guard so I was maybe like six two six three at the time and yeah I was playing as a guard I wasn't just primarily a post and I think playing under him and him developing my skills on the perimeter made me play like play the way that I do today because I think without that I would still be like back to big post and still be inside the key like I wouldn't be able to shoot from the perimeter just like those yeah like yeah, I think that was the turning point It's an important part of like developing I think all the kids in Australia at the moment, mm. just in terms of like, I was pretty lucky in turn, like I used to coach a, at a high school and the guy that ran that program, he was really big on, we're not here to necessarily win games, but we're here to develop, mm. develop players from a young age. And once they get to that top age group, then we can focus more on the winning side, but the, the tallest player has to play outside as much as the smallest player. And, yeah, and we are seeing like, I guess the fruits of that years down the track and, Unfortunately, I don't coach that school anymore because I got the opportunity to work at a basketball academy. And I guess it's the same sort of thing. Like if we have a big come to us, they're going to do post work mm. just like they're going to do perimeter work. And same with the guards yeah. as well. And it's, I, I I guess you see where America's at with their basketball and from seven foot to, to five, five, everyone's playing on the perimeter. And <clears throat> I guess mm. that's the direction it's going. Yeah. Like I honestly think that, yeah, kids like, need to not just only be pinpointed as one Mm. position they need to do all positions and I think that's what helps you become an all-round player because you can 
not only play inside, but you can also play out on the perimeter. And I think that's just what helps or gives you that edge towards, you know, another kid or, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's really beneficial. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's under 16. Um, yeah. So that was under 16. So I, yeah, finished out my junior career with Melbourne Tigers. Um, and then throughout all that, I made the under, yeah, the under 16s and the under 18s um, Vic Metro side. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so was lucky enough to be a part of all that. Um, and then from there, I was made, I made the under 17s Australian national team. Uh, we went away to Amsterdam. Um, we placed fifth there. And just to be like, I think just having that international experience and like being able, like being exposed to like a world, you know, like a world international games or a tournament, like, yeah, really opened my eyes to where my basketball could really go. Yeah. And I, yeah, was then lucky enough the following year to be a part of the under-19s. Australian team where we went off to Lithuania for the world championships and won bronze there. And yeah. And then it kind of just like my career then just like progressed from there. And once I finished high school here in Melbourne, I then got a scholarship at the AIS for six months um, under Paul Garris and just, yeah, worked on my game and played played in the under-19s Australian team again uh, for – we went away to Russia and, yeah, won bronze there as well. And after that, who, I who – was, Who was beating you guys in those those matches to get USA, to – USA. Yeah. Um, for the uh, – like, when I was bottom age, when we were playing in Lithuania, we did – we had our bronze medal match against Spain and we were down by – 17 points at halftime I think it was yeah and we came back and we won and that was incredible like I just yeah remember like I was young like I was just like you know living it up like being in the atmosphere of it all and I yeah I remember just like screaming and yelling on the bench like we were just like so excited when the girls that are on the court like we're getting the yeah we're making making the score less and less and yeah that was epic um but yeah yeah Russia was hard um yeah like Spain it's obviously yeah. noticeable uh playing those different countries and like the style of basketball mm. and whatnot and I mean I, I was going to talk about your Australian when you represented the Opals earlier this year playing against Japan mm-hmm. and how they were just like up and in the whole time and they weren't overly mm-hmm. big but they were just real fast and and whatnot yep. but we, we can get to that um yeah keep going on with what you were talking about no um yeah so yeah got a scholarship and then I got my first professional contract uh playing at Danong Rangers um now known as Southside and yeah played at Danong for three or four years, three or four seasons. And then I, yeah, in that time, yeah, so that was, yeah, so that was 2015 and, yeah, I won Rookie of the Year. That's pretty and awesome. then I, 
<laughs> Thank you. Um, and then once I finished, yeah, and then after being there for three or four years, I made the move to Canberra and played under Paul Goris for two years at Canberra and we were lucky enough to win the WNBL championship in my second year. And then I went to Sydney, played at Sydney for two years and then played at Perth last year. So, yeah, yeah, and playing for Perth again. Like, like I was saying before, it is actually hard to go back and find content for the women's NBL and the NBL mm-hmm. uh, as the game grows. But in that championship team, what was your kind of role? So my role, I was, so Tolo was out, so Mar- Mariana Tolo, she was out the the first half of the season. Um, so my role, it was kind of like I had to kind of step up, um, be that bigger presence um, for Kelsey Griffin and, you know, Lilani, Kia Nurse and Kelly Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once Tolo was healthy, I then got the experience and was able to train against her at trainings and, you know, just kind of like, grow and like be a sponge of Tolos, you know, just learn what she's learned over her years and her career and, you know, just try and develop my game and, you know, being able to play against her at training and, you know, really helped my game be established, I guess. And uh, yeah, like I enjoyed playing against Kelsey and Tolo at trainings. Like they really challenged me, really made, I guess, yeah, opened my eyes of, you know, what it's like to be an opal and everything like that. So, yeah, like it was a really fun team to be on. Like, like I think just like having the younger girls like Christy Wallace and Maddie Rochi, just like, yeah, being a part of all that and, you know, really, you know, like I've seen where, where what it can take and, you know, what you need to do to get a championship under your belt. So, you know, really want to strive and do that again for this coming season. Yeah, and I guess you obviously got through to the grand final this year and there was mm-hmm. a lot of talk about how this was a bit of a, uh, you kind of made a leap this year in your own game. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard like a lot of pe- a few people say that and, um, you know, you were talking about before learning about what it takes to be an Opal, be, be a, one of these high level players. Um, we, uh, a lot of people talk about, you know, how, oh, this person's made a leap, like what did they do differently Mm -hmm. to make that leap? Obviously progression doesn't always look like, oh, I just did this one thing and all of a sudden I'm I'm a lot better. Sometimes progression actually looks like years of putting in the foundations of it and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess for you, the fact that you did have a bit of a leap of a year, what would you credit that to? Is there anything you did differently or is it just kind of like the years of progressively coming into your prime, I guess? Yeah, I don't know if I did anything differently. I obviously signed at Perth, didn't know, like I knew what Ryan had done the following year with Perth um, being in the hub. I knew Darcy, I knew Sharpie, I knew Sammy. Um, I didn't, yeah, didn't really know what to expect coming into Perth. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was that changed it. I don't know if it was the different style of play that we were playing. Um, 
and like the caliber of players that we had in Jackie and Marina. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I know that I felt really good coming off the Opals campaign in Jordan for the Asia Cup. And yeah, and I think being in Perth, like I have a really good support system. So I don't know if it came down to that. Um, but I don't know. I just know that last season, like I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed being under Ryan. I really enjoyed playing with all those girls. And yeah, so that might have had something to do with it. I don't really know. I can't really pinpoint it. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, I wouldn't have signed back there if, yeah, if I didn't, you know, want to keep progressing on my game. And yeah, because I know. This, yeah, the kind of style that Ryan has. So, yeah. And I think I just fit in really nicely to that puzzle piece. Yeah, for sure. The How, how long have you signed on for? Just the one. Just yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. One. Yeah. Um, and you got, after that first game of the finals, you, you were looking pretty <laughs> good. Um, obviously, it didn't quite go to plan. But you can see yeah. how you do you do fit into that. <laughs> do you fit into that puzzle? Your perimeter play is really good, and then having you just at the, like we talked about before, kind of at the top. And um, mm-hmm. I felt like you could have got more touches in the second game, but um, it's always that's one of the things for for bigs, it, I feel, yeah. Where like sometimes the bigs just don't get the touches. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean we've got we've got we had so many stars on that team, like yeah. in Sammy and Jackie and Marina, that like. I mean, you don't come across that every day, like where you're coming into training and you're playing against elite players and like being able to play with those kind of like those girls, like, like it's, yeah, you're never going to be able to experience that again. I don't think like it's, you really got to like cherish that moment and just like be yeah, sure. present in that time. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. Cause you know, like again, our Perth Lynx team this year is just, completely different like it's very different so yeah just being able like my WNBL championship yeah like yeah you just got to chant like you know cherish then be present in that moment because like that team is never always going to be the same again yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. am I getting really dark because it's starting to get dark here <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, no, I'm, just gonna turn, I'm gonna turn a light on real quick okay. sorry <laughs> no you're good So um, yeah. Obviously, a successful year. A year going to the the women's NBL finals is a successful year. So, um, yes. Oh, sorry, just a little notification popped up. You go. Um, but yeah. Uh, so were your games against Japan? Um, they were after the NBL, the women's NBL finals, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they were. Yeah. So when when you were coming into that camp, um, what what was it like? Kind of that first time seeing Kayla George there again, and having to match up against her. Was there like a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of like I'm gonna hit her a little bit harder on this box out or or anything like that? Or no? no, I don't have any remorse <laughs> to those dreamers girls. Um, <laughs> no, I obviously after the loss of the WNBL finals, um, it took me a little bit to really like have it sink in. And cause I think, especially for us Perth girls, we 
had a 11-week pre-season. We then had to relocate to Ballarat in uh, Victoria and we had to, without knowing if we'd be able to go back home to Perth. So we were there for seven weeks um, and then having to go back to Perth, isolating again for a week and then playing four home games in eight days and then, you know, being back on the road for the last round and then getting into the WNBL finals. I think, like, just what we went through was just, like, we should be, like, you know, just be proud and, you know, what we achieved just with the amount of, like, barriers that were held up against us, like, just being resilient and everything that we went through and still make the WNBL finals. Like, I think it was just, yeah, just being able to, you know, get there and still know that we accomplished something and, like, not trying to make it an excuse or anything. But yeah, no, for sure. I think, yeah, just, like, being, you know, doing that and, you know, just trying to be resilient with everything that we went through, you know, was just, like, hats off to us, I guess. But obviously winning is ultimately what you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, got no remorse against those, uh, boomers girls. Um, yeah, love them a bit, but yeah, um, came into camp and yeah, it was just, you know, it was all cheery or happy or laughs and high fives. So, um, and it was just, you know, we're now on the same team. We're all trying to make one another better. Um, we've all got a new goal. It's the world cup campaign and, you know, so we're all just here to, you know, try and get better for that. Yeah, and that's obviously a goal for you, hey, making that World Cup squad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah so obviously, um, yeah, I was cut from the squad. Um, now, yeah, so the girls are off in New York um, currently oh, I didn't realize training. That. And, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, training and, you know, getting in preparation um yeah for the world cup so yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah. So you can't you're kind of like only just starting to come into your prime right now and so i would say the way you played this year just and your ability to at 6-6 six, six, pass the ball finish and, and all that sort of stuff I, I, there's no reason why you're not going to put on australian jersey a whole bunch throughout your career i feel <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but nah, yeah, no, I wish all the girls the best of luck and, you know, we'll be cheering them on from home and yeah. So yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good to watch them at World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't realize, but apparently to have long conversations on Zoom, you have to upgrade and pay for it. I've gotten this notification <laughs> saying like your time's starting to run out, but we've got a little bit of time. Um, what yeah. I guess, uh, as uh that's that's a long flight to Birmingham hey are you like a are you a reader are you watching are you watching the tv like what are you what are you doing on the way over yeah yeah so I'm probably gonna try and knock myself out for majority of that (laughs) flight um it's like it's like close to 24 hours isn't it yeah so we got to fly to Perth first and then we go from Perth to Birmingham so the Perth to Birmingham is like a 17 hour flight yeah yeah so it's close to like, yeah, 24 hours. <laughs> so I don't know what you do in 24 hours, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we, I've, uh, 
I've been to Europe before and we did the like Brisbane to Singapore, Singapore to, to mm-hmm. Europe. And it's a long time to be sitting yeah. and I'm not six, six. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> you might find me walking around the aisle quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you hopping on today and uh, giving Thank us a little bit of an me. insight where uh I'm excited to be watching the the three the three v three, and I, I know a lot of other people are. And uh, yeah, just thanks for hopping on. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for Com Games. It's yeah, it's gonna be one. Yeah, for the history books. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. I mean, the fact that you're getting to play in the first three v three tournament at the Commonwealth Games that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, now that I'm actually like thinking about it, like I'm getting, yeah, excited for it. <laughs> no, it is going to be very cool. So, yeah, no, good luck and thank you for hopping on. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Bye.